Welcome to our podcast, Autoimmune and You. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel. And I'm Erica. We are both outspoken, passionate wellness coaches, and we aren't afraid to speak our truths about what it takes to manage an autoimmune disease holistically. Join our candid conversations as we discuss a wide variety of topics related to health, holistic wellness, mindset, and real life struggles. We are here to help you find inspiration and empowerment as we share what we've learned through our personal journeys and how we've been able to turn our pain into purpose. We get it. When you get diagnosed with an autoimmune disease, it can feel like life is over, but we're here to show you that it's really just the beginning of rediscovering yourself. Remember, you are not your diagnosis and you are not alone. You are so much more powerful than you think. And we are so happy to have you as part of our community. Let's jump into this week's episode. Hey everyone, uh, this is Erica here. We are so excited to have you here for our first podcast. Uh, this has definitely been a long time coming uh, for Rachel and I. We're both very passionate about health and wellness, and we've both been through our own journeys with rheumatoid arthritis, and we just have a lot to talk about. Um, and we can't, you know, give all the information on Instagram. It's just not enough time. So we figured we'd start something like this to just talk about, uh, the things that we've learned, um, you know, the wisdom that we've kind of gained over the years and we share a lot of the same perspective and we're so happy to have you here. Yeah, we're so excited for you guys to be here with us. Um, it's crazy because Erica and I met through Instagram and we are both health coaches and we, you know, we do very similar things, but we have different perspectives, which is why it's so cool that we get to link up and do something like this for the autoimmune community. And um, we were just talking about the fact before we started recording that like we go on Instagram live all the time and we're like on our stories all the time talking to followers, but doing something like this is way more nerve wracking. <laughs> oh, definitely. I'm definitely like feeling the nerves right now, but it's good nerves. It's definitely like something that we both uh, couldn't be more excited to do. And uh, I'm excited to, for our journey and your journey along with us. Yeah, I'm, we are so excited. Anyone that's listening right now, um, <laughs> I want to paint a picture because I think it's hilarious, you know? So we are keeping this podcast real AF, okay? <laughs> we are here to like tell you how it is. Bring like anything that you see on Instagram is us. Like, and you're getting that on our podcast. And <laughs> I want to paint a picture for you because I'm literally sitting in my closet. <laughs> Because <laughs> we figured out the other day that that's where I get the best acoustics. So I have my little nightstand with my computer on it and my microphone. And uh, yeah, sitting in my desk chair in a uh, closet coming to, coming at you from my closet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is th this is going to be hopefully uh, entertaining for you guys because uh, we both share the same humor. And it's important when you have an autoimmune disease to find someone that you can laugh about and share jokes about with about our little arthritis jokes and, and everything. oh my gosh the other day <laughs> crying of crying of laughter oh my gosh that was, so, that was so funny we are like you know both of us are not uh, this is our you know our first time doing this so it's not like we have a lot of experience with this kind of stuff even though like she said Rachel said that we talk on our Instagram this is a little bit different, so just forgive us for the first few episodes <laughs> as we as we try to figure this out and get our rhythm and our flow and 
yeah, be able to deliver um, a clear message, but still have it as natural as possible. Yeah, exactly. So what we were referring to um, when Erica just said that we were laughing so hard the other day is that when we were trying to figure out acoustics, I was sitting on the ground in my closet for two hours while we were like testing out sounds and like recording the intro and outro. And I like could not move because I got so stiff sitting on the floor and we just bust out laughing about how stiff we are and just like, you know, you got to make light of it because otherwise you're just going to suffer through it and be miserable and like, you know, being stiff sucks. But when you get to laugh about it with a friend, I don't know, it makes it funny and better somehow. Exactly. So, so I guess you guys obviously would like to know who we are personally. So Rachel, do you want to tell people a little bit what you're about and uh, your journey and how you got here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's kick this off for real. So um, I'm Rachel and I am 27 years old and I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis in February of 2017. So about like three and a half years ago. And I had always been pretty active and then like all of a sudden this thing hit and I was just like, what is happening? My life is over. I can't do any of the things that I used to do. I couldn't even walk by myself for weeks. Like I was on bed rest pretty much for two weeks. I couldn't stand in the shower like and I was scared to sit in the shower because I couldn't get out of the tub. And it was just like little things like that that I was like, I'm 23 years old. How is this happening right now? Yeah. And it was terrifying. And then I like started researching more holistic practices for like managing this. And um, now fast forward because we kind of um, side note decided uh, for this podcast for any list anyone listening that we aren't necessarily going to dive fully into our journeys the first episode because there's just so much to unpack. And yes. First of all, we yeah. don't want to bore you. Second of all, we don't want to like, you know, let everything loose and then you never listen to us again. <laughs> so we're going to give you a super brief overview today. And then from there, you'll learn so much more about our journey as we go along with this podcast which is really exciting like we get to share little snippets here and there and how we've dealt with it um so yeah like fast forward to now and when I was first diagnosed I I had three prescription medications I'm down to zero I have been off of all prescription medications thank you it's been about three months now and I'm managing completely holistically and it has been such a journey but it's been so rewarding to now be at a place where I feel like I can truly use my voice and help other people with this um I'm currently living in Portland Oregon I moved here from Santa Monica California about two and a half months ago and it's crazy because you would think like oh you why would you leave such warm weather when you have arthritis like honestly this is just where I felt like I needed to be and there Mm -hmm. was a lot of life shifts that happened at once and I was just like you know sometimes you just have to listen to your intuition and that's what brought me here so here I am (laughs) yes intuition is huge and obviously we're going to cover a lot of those topics in regards to our health and following your intuition and all those things. And um, my my story is kind of similar. I got diagnosed in 2016 and I was a rock climber. My husband and I, or he was at the time wasn't my husband, but we had been dating already for a few years. Uh, we would climb in the gym. We would climb outdoors. We'd go to Joshua Tree, Yosemite. All of our whole friend group was wrapped around uh, rock climbing and it's basically our whole lives. And so Uh, when I got diagnosed and I started getting really swollen fingers, I was like, oh gosh, like, how is this gonna, you know, affect 
my climbing. And so when I officially got diagnosed, I felt like my life was over. I was like, oh my gosh, my whole identity was a rock climber. Like it was so wrapped in that. And like I said, every single weekend, that's what we were doing. All of our friends are climbers. And uh, I just felt completely like lost. I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do if I don't rock climb? Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, you know, everyone has that fear and they, unfortunately, um, you know, a lot of times in the beginning have to give up the things that they love because they're in so much pain. And like Rachel said, like, I couldn't even wash my hair. Uh, I couldn't even open up, you know, the door to our house. I remember I was crying in the shower, like for months on end, every time I took a shower, just crying, just like, why did this happen to me? Like, this is sucks. This is terrible. But at the same time, I kind of started to develop this mentality of like, if I did these things to get myself here, which I knew I did because I lived on the standard American diet, <laughs> you know, I w- yeah, I was like, you know, eating the worst possible foods mm-hmm. now, thinking back now and, uh, you know, high stress levels, going to college and working full time, doing basically what every other American is doing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't think it was wrong. But now in retrospect, I'm like, my gosh, that was a totally inflammatory lifestyle that I was living. And so um, I I kind of went a different route. I didn't start any medications because I immediately started digging into holistic ways, even though I was coming from nothing. Trust me, I didn't have any clue about any of this. But uh, basically, long story short, as short as you can possibly get this right now. Uh, I just kind of went on a journey of trying different diets and, uh, you know, exercise, meditation, all these things that I was hoping that would help me. And I eventually found a plant-based diet, been vegan now for four years, which has drastically helped me totally change my mindset. Just completely. I'm, I'm a completely different person in a sense Mm -hmm. of like, just like my behaviors. Obviously I'm still, Erica, <laughs> I, I feel I, you on I, that so much. Yeah, oh my still have the same humor, still have all the same that, but just, you know, I'm just living a completely different lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, you know, I got certified as a health coach at the beginning of this year. And it's, it's pretty crazy, right? To look back and be like, oh my gosh, like we turned both of us the craziest situation, the most devastating situation. And we turned that pain into purpose. And that's what our whole podcast is about. Yes, exactly. And it's so beautiful. We both have been through such similar things on our journey as far as transitioning with lifestyle. Um, I was the same way. Like I was eating such inflammatory foods and I never realized it. I lived in the Midwest, like in Nebraska and in Michigan growing up. And so everything was like just so inflammatory. And it's funny because now looking back, I'm like, wait, when I was really young, I was having a lot of like GI issues, like digestive issues. And like, I always had knee problems. I had Mm. wrist problems. Like it's crazy looking back now and being like, oh my God, like, no, this progressed over a long time. And it's kind of scary, honestly. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent because I was dealing with chronic fatigue, brain fog, um, 
um, digestive issues. Mm-hmm. I did not TMI, but I did not go to the bathroom every day. Like on a good week, on a good week, I was going to the restroom like twice a week. And I was like proud of myself when that wow. happened. And then when I did, like, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a good it wasn't a good poop. <laughs> it wasn't a good poop. Yeah. And so now, like, seeing my digestion now, I'm like, okay, I got, like, A plus on my poops. And, yeah. you know, that is a big sign it's of your so health. It's so crazy. Yeah. Like, I remember growing up, my grandma is, like, super holistic. And um, she was, like, she would always tell me when I was younger, like, you should be pooping every day. And I definitely was not. I was like, yeah, yeah. right, grandma. Yeah. Like, whatever. Yeah. Now I'm like, I can't imagine a day without pooping (laughs) no with all the fiber that we both eat like it's impossible not to go to the bathroom like you know I've gone camping a few days where I'm like trying to hold back because there's like Mm. no restrooms and you have to go outdoors (laughs) and I'm like I'm just so bloated and and uncomfortable and like I'm but I'm not used like you're not used to that right anymore Mm, no way before it was like so normal to be like oh so bloated after you eat and to like feel like crap and it's Mm -hmm. like no that's not a normal way to live isn't that crazy like that is what people assume the normal is is like you eat at a restaurant and you just feel like crap leaving it's like what how have we gotten that far away from like human nature it's insane so welcome to autoimmune and you we're already talking about poop on the first episode (laughs) (laughs) but it's really important and people I don't know if you're grossed out by that like you know you maybe should lean into that why are you grossed out about it is it because you do have those it's the most natural thing that we can do and it's so like to be able to look at your poop and see you know the state of your health is like a huge like it's a big it's a big sign for people and I have tons of friends that you know they're they're constipated or they're you know they're not going regularly and they're complaining about all these other things like the brain fog Mm -hmm. and the uh the fatigue and stuff and I'm like that the digestion is a direct link to all those things. Mm. So I, I personally, and I know you do too, like we look at it from a lot of it from a gut perspective. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So let's kind of segue a little bit into um, why we're doing this, why we have this podcast happening, why we kind of started doing what we do on social media. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think that that's an important topic to touch on, especially like in this first episode when people are kind of getting to know us. Um, And so I guess the most basic form of why we're doing this is because when each of us were diagnosed, like the climate for autoimmune disease was so different, even just three years ago, four years ago, like you would search like hashtags, for instance, I feel like I actually hear this from a lot of clients now too, is that that's the first thing they do when they're diagnosed. They search the hashtag of like, who can they find? Yeah. Yeah. And so I did the same exact thing when I was diagnosed. I think Erica, you said you did the same thing and it was all so negative. It was like these people like sharing pictures of their hands and being like, it's another terrible day. Yeah. And like, not really offering any sort of support, which I'm not bashing anyone that is sharing those hard days because we do it too, Exactly, but we share how we are like getting 
you know, something out of it and we're getting through to the other side and how we're going to manage it. And even if we haven't gotten to the other side yet, we talk about how we keep our mindset in check, for instance, and how Mm we are managing in other ways if we can't necessarily manage the flare up itself. And so we are just here to be that light, I guess, in short. (laughs) And And it's one thing to, you know, share your experience of what you're going through because it is scary and it does does feel uh, you it can feel hopeless at times mm-hmm. but the best thing you know to to get yourself out of that is to not ruminate it and feed off of the negativity of the disease that's almost the worst thing that you can do and mm-hmm. so we're trying to just shift that perspective in the autoimmune community because once you start you know recognizing that your thoughts and when you and we posted this on our Instagram, but if you're thinking thoughts of illness, you know, you are perpetuating the sickness in your body and you're amplifying it. And that's the part that people, you know, you know, don't really talk about a lot is the thoughts behind it, because, you know, you can be doing all A, B, C and D, all these things for your disease. But if at the back of your mind, you have these uh, negative thoughts, self-doubt and limiting beliefs, like you're not going to make much progress. And so that's why we're both, we're trying to change the, like, uh, the climate of, Mm -hmm. you know, the autoimmune community. Yeah, completely switching the narrative. And I don't think that there's nearly enough emphasis on mindset because I will say this until I'm blue in the face. Every single thing that you do in this life has to do with your mindset around that thing. Yeah, every single thing. So like Erica was saying, if you're deciding to make some, um, you know, nutrition changes and you are drinking more water and you're moving your body every day, but you don't have that mindset of like, I'm doing this because it makes my body feel good. And I'm doing Mm -hmm. this because I want to feel better and I'm doing this because I want a deeper intention behind it yeah because I want to be able to you know like I don't know be there for my kids or whatever your reason like if you don't Mm -hmm. have that reason Mm -hmm. your your mind is not going to connect with what you're doing and it's not it's not going to work as well to be completely frank Yeah, exactly. Your your body connects to the mind and what your mind tells your body to do is basically what it, it's going to do. Mm-hmm. So uh, you kind of it's kind of like that scenario where you almost kind of have to fake it till you make it in the beginning. Yes. You know, it, sound, it sounds very like cringy to like, you know, try to think positive thoughts mm-hmm. when you're like in a terrible state. But honestly, that is like I feel the biggest thing that that's helped me throughout all these years. Like even in my worst moments, Mm -hmm. I still kept hope. And I kept telling my body, like I kept telling myself, like Erica, you have the potential inside of you to get this under control. And even if, and then I would have those, you know, counter thoughts of like, Oh, Erica, you're silly. Like, why do you think you can do this? Or Mm -hmm. why do you think you're so special that you can, you know, I guess, overcome this disease that, you know, unfortunately is, I mean, it wreaks havoc on so many people's lives and so many aspects in their relationships and their career and their joy and their physical activity. Like 
all these things. So it's like you, you, you kind of have this voice in the beginning that's like telling you like, oh, you, you can't do this. Mm-hmm. This is like trying to climb Mount Everest without any, <laughs> without any gear, you know? And so, um, you know, if you say it enough to yourself, do those affirmations, like it really does get you a very long way for sure. Yeah, absolutely. It's huge. It really is. And um, this is a kind of perfect segue into something else that we wanted to talk about, which is the... I feel like there's almost a weird movement or whatever you, I don't know what the right word would be, what we Mm want to call it, but between like managing holistically and managing with like Western medicine Mm -hmm. and there's this weird, like almost stigma type situation happening, especially Mm -hmm. on social media where people that are on medication are just convinced that they don't need to change anything else. And they have to do these injections and take these pills and blah, 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 and listen to their doctor. And that's it. And that's the truth. Yeah. Or there's people that say that the truth is only managing holistically and how dare you be on medication and like you shouldn't be pumping your body with chemicals and like what we both have talked about many times on our social media and just together Mm -hmm. is the fact that like there can be a balance between the two because there's I I personally chose to wean off of medication that is my Mm -hmm. personal decision but I will never tell a client to go on or to go off medications that is not my place you need to be your own best advocate and that's why we're here is to encourage everyone listening to be your own best advocate Mm -hmm. but there is a way to live with both you can take medications and still try to change your diet and lifestyle and eventually maybe you do want to wean off and if you don't fine but that's up to you and that's something that you have to make the decision for yourself and it's not one or the other whatsoever you'd actually probably manage it better if you do both (laughs) exactly I mean I 100% agree with that I tell the people that I work with as well it's like you know it's not a one or the other it's it's you have to like like the foundation of everything is like you got to do the diet change you got to do the you got to work on the mindset doesn't matter if you're on the medications or not because the medications can only do so much for you Mm -hmm. right and then the rest we have to take some responsibility for health and it the problem is is that you know um doctors don't have the time or the education to educate their patients on these different lifestyle and dietary factors that can improve their patient's life. And so you walk out of the office when you're diagnosed thinking that, you know, you have absolutely zero control of how you feel. And so people immediately get on the medications, which is fine because a lot, you know, when you get diagnosed, you're in a lot of pain, mm-hmm. a lot of inflammation, you need to get it under control immediately, obviously. But the thing is, is like, you know, they go home and then they don't end up doing the research. They don't do anything on their part as the patient and they put all the responsibility into the doctor's hands. And of course, I have so much respect for doctors and specialists and modern medicine and things that have been able to improve people's lives. But it's gotten to a point now where people don't feel like they need to take initiative of their own health. You know, they kind of just like oh, I get, you know, they just kind of throw their hands up in the air and say, well, I guess this pill is fixing my high cholesterol, Mm. my high blood pressure. You know, it's like, no, these things can only do so much. There's way too much emphasis on 
slapping band-aids on things. There's no emphasis on where is this actually coming from? And that drives me insane. It's like, what is the actual mechanism for what is happening with autoimmune disease, for instance? Like, why are we slapping band-aids on these symptoms rather than looking at where the immune system is in the gut? (laughs) I mean, thankfully, like, you know, when I, when I had started this almost five years ago, this is, I felt like this was, it was the gut, you know, uh, connection to autoimmune disease was starting to be talked about. And now there, there thankfully are, there's like hundreds and hundreds of books on this and there is a lot of research being done, but you know, it takes a long time for the science to, you know, go into these medical schools Mm -hmm. and into the textbooks and, you know, part of their, the part of what they learn as uh, like a resident, you know, they don't have, that information they're just not equipped with that and so that's why it's so important to become an advocate for yourself Mm -hmm. and really take initiative and be like hey what can I do on my end as the patient and then you know what science will catch up with that Mm -hmm. you know like I just saw the other day on the arthritis foundation and they have not had this in all the years that I've had this they didn't have anything about a vegan diet, you know, it was mostly the Mediterranean diet as, you know, this mm-hmm. holy grail of diets for any disease. And so when I, you know, was vegan and was doing this for my health and I knew it was helping me and I was trying to share this information with other people, there was so much like backlash on it, yeah. you know, like, and now I'm like, so many people are using a plant-based diet to help themselves. Mm-hmm. It's actually on the Arthritis Foundation now that they have th- some research behind that. And it's just an amazing thing to watch this whole thing unfold. And it's really exciting that we get to be part of it and that we get to really advocate and be there. So the thing about social media that I absolutely love is that we are reaching people that wouldn't otherwise have any any little like source to the research that we are constantly doing and we are constantly finding and sharing with everyone because otherwise they would be following these other accounts of people that have autoimmune disease and like aren't necessarily doing anything about it and not because of that it's kind of like when you're surrounding yourself with people that are not doing their research such as doctors too of course you're not going to even think that you need to because you're like oh well they said so you know it's fine my biggest piece of advice is to question everything question every single piece of information you're given question everything that anyone says and do your Mm -hmm. own research but also we can probably talk about this on a different episode but um making sure that you're finding credible sources for this research and uh-huh. we can i'm sure 100%. both of us could go on forever about that but yeah yes. question everything and honestly Erica and I have talked about the fact that like we are going against the norm of yeah. what's happening in the autoimmune community however like Erica just said it's starting to catch up like it's starting it to shift and we are here for it <laughs> yeah we are here we're we're pioneers in this whole situation you know like it's, it's, yeah, we're totally going down this route that, you know, is not totally like a hundred percent, you know, widely accepted, mm-hmm. but we're doing it because why? Because we're experimenting with ourselves and we are experiencing the benefits for ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we're just trying to tell people that every person that gets diagnosed, whether it's an autoimmune disease or any other chronic condition, mm-hmm. Uh, you really just, you got to put it, you got to put in the work and it's all going to happen 
you know, for each person at different times, we all have different timelines. Mm -hmm. We all uh, go at it different angles, but ultimately, you know, the goal is to find what, what works best for you. Exactly. Exactly. And uh, we also have talked, like when we were talking about even doing a podcast, the fact that like, we were like, okay, well, is there anything like this out there? Like maybe there is already people kind of like talking. And honestly, when we were researching podcasts, it's mostly doctors talking about it. And honestly, Mm -hmm. probably most of these doctors don't even have an autoimmune disease. So they haven't personally been through it. And we are here to share. We're not doctors. We're not dietitians. Like we're just health coaches and not just, but we are health coaches. And we are here to share our experience because there's not really anything like that out there. And we Mm -hmm. want to be that for you. We want you to hear it Mm -hmm. from real people that are willing to sit here and talk about poop and talk about gut health and talk about intuition and mindset and just all of the things and unwrap everything little by little so that you can see that you can do this too. Even if you have some different symptoms than we do or different life Mm -hmm. experiences, it doesn't matter. Or how long you've had the disease Mm -hmm. or, you know, what medicines you are on. It doesn't matter. Like all these things that we can, we're going to talk about can still be implemented at any point of Mm -hmm. anyone's disease, uh, you know, history. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I am so excited to do more of these episodes. Like Erica and I could talk forever. So I feel like we should talk about um, kind of like where we got this idea really fast. So Erica um, and I started talking on Instagram. Like, I don't know, like we were kind of following each other for a while, but then we started talking on Instagram, actually, like in -hmm. in the DMs uh, only a few months ago. And then we went um, live on Erica's Instagram and we planned on it being, I don't know, maybe like 45 minutes or something. And it was like 90 minutes and we got off of this live and she called me and was like, I think we should do a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, just like talking to you. So this is the other unique thing. It's like, you know, I, I see you and like I see myself and you and like our personalities very similar and our humor. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, this person has the same disease as me, you know, like mm-hmm. what crazier way to connect and bond and like then through this disease, that's like, you know, you thought when you got diagnosed, we all think it's like the end of you know, everything for ourselves. And like, here we are. And like, I'm connecting with someone else who's doing the same thing that I'm doing. And yeah, it's just, I just immediately was like, we need to do something with this because we have something special going on Mm -hmm. and we have a powerful story and we have, uh, you know, the knowledge and experience to talk about these things. You know, it's not like, we, you know, started doing this only like six months ago. Like we both put in the time um, mm-hmm. to gather all this information and and the things that we learned to be able to share it with you guys. So it just makes a lot of sense to do this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we could, yeah, like I said, we could talk forever because of the way that we connect and the way that like we really vibe off of each other. Like even the other day when we were testing out our sound and stuff, like we were on Zoom together for three hours. Okay. Yeah. Side note, I don't know how, but we never met. We both lived in L- LA at the same time. Like I just mm-hmm. moved away from LA and somehow we never met or connected before now, which is so sad. But I day. know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I wish you were still 
in like Santa Monica, but <laughs> I have a feeling sometime next year, if, if the whole COVID situation is okay, like I'll definitely be making my way out there. So oh, we can go, yeah. climb. So we can go <laughs> climbing at the rock climbing gym. I know. I uh, can't wait to get to your level. By the time I'm at your level, you're going to be like far past me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> you're such uh, a badass. I love it. Oh my, it's so crazy to, okay, guys. The fact that I even have some like muscle growing back on my arm and to be able to rock climb again consistently for the, you know, in the last five years that I've had this disease, this is the first time that I've consistently climbed all year. I'm talking three times a week going outdoors. So right now, like for me personally, my mind is trying is still trying to catch up with my body. And, and it's like, is this real life? Mm-hmm. Like, am like, I'm able to do this. And I, sometimes it's crazy when I'm climbing, I forget that I have this disease mm-hmm. and it's the craziest experience ever because I'm like full heartedly into it. My joints aren't hurting. My body's feeling good. And I'm like, wow, like I cannot like, and I'm just looking at people around the gym and they're looking at me and they're probably thinking, you know, this person's a perfectly healthy human being. She has nothing wrong with her. And I'm like, I have rheumatoid arthritis. Like, like like, girl, like the worst thing you could have possibly for someone that rock climbs. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I'm able to do that as at all, even if it was to climb, once a month, like is a big triumph for sure. Yeah, I can fully relate to that because after I was diagnosed, I stopped doing all sorts of high impact exercise. I only did low impact exercise Mm -hmm. up until like a month ago. And then I did this home workout running program. And I was like, you know, I'll do it on the elliptical because like it'll stay pretty low impact. And I was like, maybe once in a while, I'll like attempt Mm -hmm. to maybe run on a treadmill. Well, then I realized that my apartment building does not have a treadmill. We have bikes and we have ellipticals. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay. And I actually ran a 5k on Thanksgiving and like, I was like, okay, whatever, you know, I'll probably walk some of it. I ran almost the entire thing. And that is yeah, something girl. That even before I was diagnosed, I never thought that I would. Right? Do. And now I'm like, wait, it's the same thing. I'm like, wait, is this real life? Like, how yeah. did I just do that? Yeah. And on top of that, I was so convinced that my knees would be flared up because my knees are where mm-hmm. RA affects me the most. Mm-hmm. My knees and my wrists are like mm-hmm. the biggest what I'm affected. Yeah. And I was so convinced that my knees would be flared. I was like, for sure they're going to flare. Like I'm just ready for it. And so I got home and I like iced my knees right away. And then I like took some CBD and I, you know, elevated them, like did all the things like basic things. Mm -hmm. And I felt so good the next day. I was like, wait, I'm like a little bit sore, but it's like muscle sore. Like I just ran 5k. Like I'm not flared up. And I'm like, what is happening? This is crazy. It's so cool. So crazy. I want to like do a little happy dance for myself which I am (laughs) exactly well like uh this morning when I was taking a shower I really I had this moment where I was like I visualized myself when I was you know first diagnosed and even in bad you know flares throughout the last five years where I've just stood in the shower like super in pain and just you know, feeling down and just feeling like, you know, the direction I was going in wasn't, you know, you get in those moments where you're like, you know, is what I'm doing, like actually helping Mm -hmm. me or like, am I going to, you know, am I going to have to end up, you know, on some, you know, crazy medication and am I going to get joint deformity and like all the things that run through your head, you know, when you start getting a flare. And this morning I was just like, whoa, like, you know, I just, 
it just feels really bizarre. And at the same time, I'm like, I like, I'm to the point where I like, I believe in myself and I believe in my potential. And like, Mm -hmm. it's taken me so long to get there. But I'm like, like, I can actually feel proud of myself. Yes. Yeah. And like, it feels so like weird to like, say that about yourself. But I was like, whoa, like, I'm so proud of myself that I never gave up that I never Mm -hmm. gave up on myself. And I never gave up on my health. Yeah, that's, it's huge. That's the biggest thing I'm proud of of myself. And the out thing of everything. is, like, part of that is that mental shift. Like, I know you're saying it. It feels weird to say you're proud of yourself, but honestly, yeah. that's a huge part of the mental shift that you have to make. You have to yeah. celebrate those little feats along the way. Otherwise, yeah. it's all going to feel so daunting and like impossible. But you, if you're celebrating these little feats along the way, when you wake up and you aren't as stiff, or yeah. you stand up from a chair and it doesn't mm-hmm. take you five minutes to like straighten back out. Mm -hmm. and like those are the little things along the way that are gonna like help you show yourself that what you're doing is working and we are here for you every single step of the way we're so excited to kick off this podcast with a bang we're gonna create this crazy ripple effect we are starting a revolution people yes Yes. Yes, we are no no pressure on us right no no pressure we're just putting it on ourselves it's fine yeah (laughs) but I had a client who asked me like how will I know if like what I'm doing is actually helping me if I'm not seeing the direct, like, you know, if I have this big joint and it's not going down. And I said, well, you know, it's not, if you're not getting worse, Mm -hmm. right, that's a good sign. If you're not getting worse, if you start doing all these things and you're not getting worse, because right, an autoimmune disease, you know, especially rheumatoid arthritis, it's a very progressive disease. Mm -hmm. You don't get better at any point. You know, even if you're taking medicine, there's still some things that are happening to your body. The best that can happen is you kind of pause. <laughs> yes, you kind of pause. Or even if you get, you know, you have that 2% improvement, you know, maybe you can make a little bit of tighter fist after mm-hmm. a couple months. That means something's happening. And I, that's something that I've taken throughout my whole journey is to focus literally on these small, small improvements And that's, you know, all those small little improvements are going to end up, you know, to the greater, to the greater improvement, you know, of your, your whole disease activity. It's about making these little changes. And I think that Erica and I both are on the same page with the fact that like completely overhauling every single aspect of your life right away, honestly, I think is a recipe for disaster because you're going to get overwhelmed and you're not going to be able to keep it up. But if you do focus and commit to making these little changes along the way and really the biggest piece of that is tuning into your own body your own mind and paying attention Mm -hmm. truly to every aspect of how things make Mm -hmm. you feel that Mm -hmm. is where the shift is going to start happening well this is why that's why we call it autoimmune in you because this is immune in you not autoimmune in me you know this is not not my such you know you have to go on a journey of discovering your own self and connecting to your intuition and you know learning all the things that are going to make you feel best because there unfortunately is no one size fits all recipe we're all there's you know we all have our own bio 
diversity and uh you know certain foods causes problems you know uh, we all have different jobs and stress levels and we have some people have kids and you know there's such a variety of things that play into how someone feels and so it's just about you know finding what yeah what works best for you yeah exactly so thank you so much uh for listening to this episode we are so happy to go on this journey with you we are like I can't even explain how excited I know. I'm like I get. I'm like I can't wait to talk again on our next one. Like there's we just literally endless, just recorded our first episode. I know, and there's literally endless possibilities to talk yes. about. Like seriously, oh, like gosh. 45 minutes, you know, goes very very fast. Yeah, so we'll try. We'll try to do our best to stay obviously on track and like <laughs> you know give you guys um some you know useful information but at the same time like we're really just talking we're just two friends with the Mm -hmm. same disease sharing our experience and hopefully it will resonate with you guys yeah absolutely that's exactly that's why we're here um please don't ever hesitate to reach out we have we do have an instagram um for the podcast and we seriously both of us just love talking to people in general like ask us questions. If there's anything that you would like us to talk about on the podcast, let us know. Mm -hmm. If you have any specific questions for either of us, let us know. Um, We are here for you. We're literally, it's autoimmune and you. Yes, (laughs) and you, 100%. Awesome. Any final words for the people, Erica? (laughs) All I can say is just, we appreciate each and every person that's come into our lives. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's really an honor to be able to share, you know, the struggles that we've been through and how we've been able to, you know, turn that pain into purpose. And I keep saying that over and over, but it's so true, you know, and I hope, and I hope a person that's listening to this right now, that's struggling, that's in a lot of pain and is feeling very hopeless that they feel like, you know, inspired that they can, they can actually take a little bit of control back into their lives. And, you know, so that's, that's what I want for the listener yeah. to empower you, right? We want to empower our listeners. Exactly. Be your own best advocate. You are so powerful. You are so loved. You are beautiful. And we are here for you. We are so happy that you're here and we're all doing this together. This is not yeah. us you know, doing something for ourselves is not us doing this for you. Like we're all doing this for each other. We're all in it together. Yeah. And and we're not, and we're not perfect, you know, and you'll Mm -hmm. see that we're not perfect. We still get flares. We still, you know, make food choices that our body doesn't agree (laughs) with. Uh, You know, we still get stressed out in our own lives. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're just sharing what we've, what's, you know, what we've learned that's helped us. But at the same time, you know, it's, some things are easier said than done. And we both recognize that, but uh, we just want to be able to share. um, We just want to be able to share that with you. Yeah. I think that's huge. We're here to share that. Like you can still live your life and like, you don't have to completely give up things and there is a balance to be found in some capacity. Now, I don't think there's a such thing as a perfect balance, but you can find some semblance and some balance in life with autumn and audio. Oh my gosh. (laughs) With an autoimmune disease. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. Think I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
we're, uh, we're no, we're we're good. And this is what this is what happens. This is we're yeah. we're not scripted, so no. you know we're gonna mumble our words here. We're gonna <laughs> forget. We're gonna forget words. We're gonna blank out. But that's all part of being human. And I. Uh, yeah, I hope you guys stick around for that. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, I really, I really hope people stick around for this. <laughs> I think they will. I think they will. I have faith in us. I have faith in us. <laughs> Me too. It's all about that mindset. We got this and cut. Thank you so much for joining us. We want to remind you guys that we are not medical professionals, nor do we give medical advice. So please do not stop taking any medications without consulting your doctor. However, if you'd like to learn more about holistic ways to manage your autoimmune symptoms, we each offer private coaching services and would love to help you. Stay tuned for our next episode. In the meantime, let's connect on Instagram. We are at autoimmune and you, and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to follow each of our personal accounts, we would love that too. You can find our Instagram handles and our websites in the show notes. We'll chat next time. And always remember, you are more powerful than you think.